Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, welcome back, everybody. It is Tobin and Leroy here on a Friday. You know, during football season, we have football Friday, Leroy. We've now uh, started doing Fight Fridays. Fight Friday. Fight Fridays. That's what we got going on. And coming up tomorrow, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship 10 is in town. Finally coming to South Florida. Basically the mecca of bare knuckle brawling. You know, back to the Kimbo Slice days. It's yeah. all coming in here. So, David Feldman, you this is your, this is your baby. You're running this joint. And you have finally brought the show to South Florida. Uh, what made you finally decide uh, that this was the time? I mean, kind of what you just said. I mean, this is this, this is the mecca. This is where it all started, the backyard fights, Kimbo Slice going around and beating everybody up in the <laughs> backyards. I mean, it's an amazing place to be. Plus, I mean, if, if I can make it here where there's so much to do in South Florida, if I can make it here in Miami, I think that we – or Fort Lauderdale, South Florida. Yeah. We can make it really anywhere in the world. Well, this is uh, this is such a, a prime place of of talent. A lot of people train down here, and a lot of a lot of uh, you know guys in their combat careers. But you have, you've taken such an interesting path. Like then when when this first came out, and you've done such a great job of of making buzzworthy fights that people are into watching. Um, but what like how much how much you know resistant did you have that you wanted to make bare knuckle a big time thing and put it on pay per view because uh, you know people will say like I was saying to Salero like you know UFC just got legalized in New York what five years ago and now I'm sure uh, I'm sure you've you've had to deal with some tribulations just getting people to deal oh no no bare knuckle we're gonna take the, even the four ounce gloves off and go at this thing because people probably the first initial reaction is barbaric. Right. No, absolutely. I mean, I've been working on this actually to get it legalized for nine years now. I did one event back in 2010 on an Indian reservation um, at an Indian casino in in Scottsdale, Arizona. It went over like gangbusters. It was awesome. Great event. We did over a million people logged in to watch the event. The paywall crashed. We didn't get paid, but we're like, wow, a million <laughs> people logged in to watch this thing. Let's push this thing. And for nine years, 28 states said no to us, and then June 2nd, 2018, we made history in Wyoming. Brian Pedersen gave us the green light, and ever since then, the states have been really coming back to us a lot easier now. It's And now it's really almost becoming a domino effect, where this one, this state comes on board. Florida was a big step for us, because Florida is... is considered and very well respected in the, in the fight community so when they came on board it opened up a lot of eyes on the on the other commissions so i you know we talk about bare knuckles fighting and one of the things that i've always thought is is like you're bringing some you're risking something when you punch somebody without a glove on and you know we were talking about how you know there's less concussions with bare knuckles fighting than there is when you use a glove and i i, I would guess it's from not being able to punch as hard because you can hurt yourself, but there's more cuts. No, absolutely. There's definitely more lacerations. But, I mean, if you can ask any fighter in the world or really any medical professional in the world, they're going to tell you they'd much rather see a fighter have a laceration on their face than, than have sure. head trauma. Yeah. You know? And that's really – it's just so exciting. They're not punching as hard. They're punching more. They're landing. And when you hear that sound, like it's this sound. 
that sound, you're like, whoa. I mean, even now, I've been doing this now and lobbying this for nine years, and when I hear that sound, I'm like, whoa, that's, that's just a different thing. So they're not getting the kind of injuries that you would think that they would get, not even the broken hands that they that right. – everybody said when I came out with this, broken hand central, broken hand central. <laughs> we have less than one broken hand per event. Well, can, so, you, uh, can you give us a, a little bit of insight? Like what is the experience for, for people who may go to the show tomorrow uh, at, at BKFC 10? Uh, what is the difference of watching it live than maybe it is on TV? Because I've watched you guys your pay per views, uh, which it's 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 a cool show. It's, it it really is, and you guys put on a good production. But what is the the difference? I guess the experience of watching bare knuckle fighting live. I think it's really just that sound that I just talked about, like hearing the fist hit the skin. I, it's it's a sound like you know you you do you hear in street fights and things like this, but then you see two well schooled professionals and two well experienced professionals in there banging it out like that. It's it's that it's the atmosphere. It's you get to see every you know the blood flies. I mean it does fly and it's right there. It's right in front of you. It's live. It's it's nonstop fast paced action all night long. Truly it is. It's five two minute rounds the fights are. So all these guys that are coming to us now they're like. Five twos, I can sprint through that. So we're getting action, action, action the whole entire fight. We have Peter Kahn's in the studio with us as well, uh, who's joined us many times with his uh, his fighters before. What is uh, what's uh, you're a boxing guy typically, Peter? What has been your initial reaction to all this kind of stuff? Yeah, I'm a boxing guy, but I'm a fight guy, and I've been a big fan of. I mean, you're talking. You have the Godfather here. Like this is the Godfather of bare knuckle fighting. You know, bare knuckle fighting championship. I see so many parallels to what I saw the UFC do when they rebranded when the Fertitta brothers bought them and Dana White was in the picture there in the beginning. I see David doing the same exact things, but I also have knowledge of certain things that are going on behind the scenes. I know how much the major broadcasters have been looking at this, how the pay-per-view numbers on Fight TV and, and with the cable operators are undeniable. Um, and what he said, I wanted to echo like the excitement. And I talked to you about this when I came on the Fighters Fury podcast uh, yeah. after the uh, Malinaji Lobaw fight. That adrenaline rush as a fan that you feel when you're watching these two guys, it's, it's very raw. But the five two-minute rounds, there's never a boring fight. You can't hide. There's no boring fights. And to Leroy's point, yeah, guys might be a little bit cautious because they want to break their right, hand. Right, right. But the superficial in injuries, like the swelling immediately, the blood, and just the pure uh, necessity to perform, it's just you, you can't deny that. I guess my only question would be, David, in, in the with, with Bare Knuckle, is how do you go from uh, where you guys are now in the start? And it's, it's great getting guys who have established names, like a guy like Hector Lombard, who I love watching fight in Bellator and UFC, and is a great dude. How do you go in next level with bare knuckle where you guys make yourself almost like the first stop? Because that's a, that's a big thing where people are going to watch the UFC and I want to grow up to be a UFC fighter. Uh, I want to grow up. To, you know, he, he'll tell you he has Xander's eyes. You know, from a child wants to go be a boxer. How do you how do you get to a point where you want your sport to be? Do you want to get it to that point where it's like the the first thought is to get to bare knuckle? and make that the first route because I would always think like most of it is going to be oh I know this guy's name from UFC and from boxing not necessarily his first stop being bare knuckle right well it it's funny on social media a lot of guys go you know because we bring a lot of these stars over from boxing or MMA and they go build your own stars why don't you have your own stars well where am I pulling them from 
I have to pull them from other sports right now. So what right. we're doing, the mod, the business model is to get these bigger names to headline this event as we're building our guys on the undercard. So they tune into the fight to watch a Hector Lombard, yeah. and now they see uh, Lorenzo Hunt or Gustavo Trujillo, who when you see that fight tomorrow night, that's fight of the night. Like, that's an unbelievable fight. These guys will become stars in this sport. But I have to bring the big names in to get the eyeballs onto sure. the product. And that's what I think we're about, and we talked 18 months. I think we're about 18 months away from this becoming the first stop where people say, look, let that's me do what this I want instead do. of that. Yeah, let me, let me try bare knuckle fighting. It's not something else I can do. It's something I just want to do. And, and let's be real. It wasn't until the resurgence of the UFC there was one American top team gym. Now there's one in in every mm-hmm. strip mall where you can go train Brazilian jiu-jitsu and you can actually go and specifically train to be a mixed martial artist. you know. And mm-hmm. that will happen. There is a grassroots movement behind this, but this is still in its infant stage. No, no, I, I get it. I just, but I'm, I'm always wondering, like, it, it, does gotta, take, it does take a while because it took, like, from those, those points of, I want to even get to that point where they are, it's become mainstream. And I'm wondering, when is the first stop going to be like, I want to do this with no fists on? Because it is such a stigma that you do have to, you do have to eradicate. Well, I'm getting, I mean, I'm getting a hundred plus applications a week from fighting. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. I I can't keep up with it. They all want to fight for us. It's just, we only do a certain amount of shows. So if I could do a show a week, then I'd, I'd be the first stop right now for a lot of guys, but I can't. I can't do that. I have to. Well, so we that's have to sustain also and make that, some money. And that's also a good thing too. Is uh, you know, I I could say as a guy who watches you know all UFC, all the boxing, like it's actually nice having those those gulfs because you can stack your cards. Yes. Like it's it's good having the ones every couple of months or once every three months because you know when you get to the point where UFC was like every single week, you're just like, all right, I don't even. You know what? I'm going to pass on this week. You know, it, it it can become oversaturated. You can't really keep up with it. We are doing a monthly show this year, and then maybe 18 shows next year but i i think we're going to stop there because we we always want that novelty to be there and i think if you can turn on the tv any day of the week and it's there then 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 you know the the novelty really wears off there but um i think we're in a great position now we have a lot of fighters that are really interested in this and a lot of a lot of really big names that we're going to announce you know uh peter and i are actually going to meet some guys this weekend that are that are going to come over to bare knuckle i mean it the sport is it's really it's it's taken off not just BKFC what we're doing there's other people that are starting to promote this now as well and that just tells you that the sports taken off not just the company so there's a thing in uh there's a thing that we have we talk about all the time with the Miami Heat with uh, with Pat Riley like he likes going for the whale like that's the big free agent Giannis Antetokounmpo Joel Embiid somebody like that you as yourself as as the Pat Riley of bare knuckle like if you if you had one whale one one big catch that you could get within the next couple of years that could really like set this thing off do you have one in mind that you think realistically you could shoot for and get um i i did an interview the other day and they asked me the same exact question and i said Jorge Mastaval and he retweeted us out and said you know let's talk when this UFC things back to his UFC roots thing is over I mean that's where he came from he's down here so he would be great I mean obviously you want a Conor McGregor type of a name that that brings all the fanfare and everything else with him but I mean I think a Jorge Mastaball, someone like that who just wants to really fight he, he loves fighting I mean it's not he's not just doing it for the money although the money is a great incentive but he loves fighting I think he would be a, a real real great addition to this uh it has to be to somebody sport. from down here though right <laughs> that has been yeah. like there's only a guy that grew up in miami understands the true meaning of bare knuckles fighting like you can't you can't go somewhere else and find a guy like jorge it has to come from down here it's all it's all authentic uh before we get you out of here guys because we do got to wrap things up and uh 
and on to the next show. Do you have uh, any final messages for anybody who's thinking about coming out to, tomorrow to a BKFC 10? Well, just to follow up on the on the Master Ball thing, we do have one of the guys that beat him about uh, eight years ago. On, uh, he's fighting. He's a legend down here, Luis Palomino. But you should just grab your tickets at BK at bareknuckle.tv. Sorry, bareknuckle.tv. You can grab your tickets there. You can watch this live on pay-per-view on all the major cable or satellite providers or on Fight TV anywhere around the world. This is an event. If you're a fight fan at all, you have to watch this event. You're going to be hooked. Yeah, if you're a boxing fan or an MMA fan, you got to come out. It's different in person. Awesome. Peter, thanks for coming in, man. Appreciate you bringing David Feldman in. Looking forward to the show tomorrow night. I'm very hyped about it. I haven't been to one yet, so this is going to be a fun experience for me. I'm looking forward to it. Leroy, you have yourself a good weekend, my friend. Yep. We'll talk to you guys on Monday. Everybody enjoy All-Star Weekend. We're not going to be off Monday. We will be in, so uh, you guys will. if you guys are out, you have to work on the holiday. We'll be here for you. We'll talk to you then. See ya. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.